Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. That success is all about creating work in the firm because in a law firm, you're running your own business. If you get business and you can always control that if you learn how to do that, um, you should not ever hate people and organizations that give you work. This today, I think, is probably uh, one of the most uh, important webinars you can watch about your uh, career. And uh, because I'm going to talk today about the major mistakes that people make related to work, getting work, I'm going to talk about a lot of things uh, that is that have hurt uh, and actually rescued a, a lot of careers that I've seen um, in my uh, career doing what I do. So uh, I'm very glad you're here, and uh, I think this uh, should should help you. Um, what now? What we're going to do, I think, is we'll uh, do what we always do each week. I will take, I'll, I'll do the webinar, and then we'll take a short break, and then I'll come back. And this is a live webinar, so uh, at that point. Then I'll start answering questions, uh, any questions anyone has. And you can ask questions about uh, this webinar or anything you know related to your career as well. So uh, one of the things uh, that happens, and it happens to attorneys at, at all levels, uh, it happens to uh, associates, it happens to partners, it happens to people in-house. But at some point, uh, wherever you are, uh, you're going to be in a position where uh, the work that you're doing is going to dry up. And it will dry up at some point in your career. And that means uh, you will suddenly be in a position uh, where you have nothing to do. I've seen it happen to partners that have uh, done very well in their careers and uh, been at big firms and uh, always been given things to do and then made partner at these giant, great firms. And then all of a sudden the work slows down. No one, they don't have work to give them and they lose their job and don't have anything and they're out essentially looking for a position, they go in house and do other things. I've seen it happen to associates. It happens very early in their career sometimes. I've seen it happen to people in pretty much every uh, type of legal position there is. And when it happens, it's not good. And if it if it does happen, you better know what to do. And it's just, this is something that just happens uh, to a lot of people. Uh, what happens when it does happen is you generally uh, become unemployed uh, or underemployed uh, people become very depressed. They uh, become nervous, and it's just—it's not a good thing at all. And you know, when you look at the you know people that are on the street and begging, and and it, you know, it's it's generally people that don't have work to do, and it's people that these are people that don't have work, and so not having work is a very serious thing. And because once you're unemployed as an attorney, especially if you're coming from a law firm you're going to have an incredibly difficult time finding a position especially with a with another with a large law firm if that's where you want to work an unemployed attorney is it, it's uh, you know certainly you can get a position but in many cases i mean they're almost like you know lepers i mean it's it's very sad i mean especially in large markets where there's so many people that are competing for the same jobs law firms just literally and sometimes they'll write ads and they'll post these are like the biggest law firms there are they'll say no unemployed attorneys apply uh, because you you become literally like a leper. Now I'm going to teach you today how to not to be unemployed. I'm also going to teach you how to get a job if you are unemployed. I'm going to teach you all these things because I care. And it's it's not this is very easy for me to teach you what to do. But this is a big deal. Like so, if you do not have work to do and you're slow, you need to better figure out how to get work right now. This is an emergency, and uh, and I don't care. Even small law firms, in-house employers, and others fear the unemployed attorney. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, it's not a good thing. It's this is bad. So you you should not be unemployed. And I don't know exactly why it is. Uh, I'm going to give you some ideas why I think it is, but I'm going to tell you in my experience what firms will say. 
But most law firms, if they see an attorney that's unemployed and other employers, they think there's something wrong with the person. Now, you could have been in a firm that laid off 50 people. And when they laid off 50 people, you were one of them. They don't care. They don't care. They know that there were 60 people there and 50 were laid off and 10 are there. There's no attorney rating agency that says this attorney is good. I mean, all, all they have to go on is the facts. And if the facts are that you're unemployed, that's a rating right there. That means you get an F. I don't care what happened to you. I don't care you know, what happened, but it's not good. And it hurts you and it holds you back. And, and the way they, the law firms kind of see it, sometimes people will quit. Now, that's even more insane. Like if you're at a law firm and you don't like it and you quit because you think that you don't, the, the atmosphere is toxic or you're not getting the kind of work you want. I've seen some really freaking stupid things. I've seen people that go to work in a law firm and the law firm and they say, I want to be a white collar litigator. And the law firm says, great, we'll give you the white collar litigation work when we have it. And uh, they don't give them any work in white collar for two or three months. And then they quit and no one ever hires them again. I know a guy that did that. And he never found a job again with a firm. He ended up becoming a contract attorney and he was one of the top graduates of his top 10 law school. I mean, this is, these are big deals. I mean, like if you leave your job without securing a new one, that's a problem. And here's kind of how the thought process goes. So the first thing is most law firms believe, rightly or wrongly, that if you left your job uh, without a new one, you just left your job because the atmosphere was toxic, you weren't getting the work you wanted because, I don't know, because who knows? I mean, you have all sorts of because the firm was being unethical or something, which may be true, but you can, but whatever. I mean, like you, you need to, if, if you leave your job, that's what the firms are going to think. They're going to think you've been fired. Then the law firm's also going to think that if you left your job without a new one, um, you must have been doing bad work if you may not have been able to get along with others. So that's a problem. A lot of times you'll say it's toxic or the firm was not a good place to work or all this. And all that means when you're saying that stuff is that you can't get along with other people. You're not part of the tribe. You're not part of the group. Uh, you're an individual who puts their needs above others. So, I mean, none of this is good. Other times, if you're laid off, the law firms will just think, you're unable to understand politics. You can't get along with the right sort of people uh, and the people that were protected you. Now, I want to say right now at this point in the webinar that I know this stuff is not easy to listen to. If I was listening to people telling me something that I'm like I'm telling you right now, I would be upset and I wouldn't want to hear it and I would tune out. And that's fine. I mean, uh, I understand probably what I understand where you're coming from, but this is actually a very uh, positive webinar. So I'm not going to be uh, talking about this negative stuff the whole time, but I want to set the stage so you understand some of the drawbacks and the issues that you're facing. Um, the law firm also thinks if you're a partner and you don't have a lot of business and you're not, not working, um, that you, you know you're you must not be that good at what you do. No, so this is for this is for senior associates and partners and other people. If you're really good at your job, clients should be begging you to get trying to give you work. I don't care. They should be begging. They should be. You should be getting referrals. Clients should be telling people they know, like uh, you, you should be uh, writing papers and giving talks to associations. Work should be coming to you. Um, and if you're in this position where it's not and other partners in the firm aren't giving you work, that's a problem, too. So I'm sorry, but none of this is good. And if you would employed longer than a few months, um, then the law firm thinks there's something seriously wrong with you because you can't sell yourself. Uh, you're not hungry enough to get yourself a job. You you can't get out there and do what you need to do to find a position and get employed. This is all bad stuff, okay? You can't represent yourself. 
There are over 25,000 law firms that I work with at BCG Attorney Search, 25,000. And that's just scratching the surface. I mean, and, and again, I'm not saying it's, you know, you have solo practitioners, you've got the higher attorneys from BCG. That's tens of thousands more. I mean, it's, there are so many freaking, when I say law firm, I'm talking about five people, 10 more, you know, but there's a lot of even smaller groups. So there's a lot of opportunity out there. And if you're not getting a job after a few months, the law firm thinks you're either lazy and not looking for a job, or you don't know how to sell yourself. Why would you represent a client if you can't represent yourself? Are you are you entitled to, are you the kind of person you'd want to be representing you if you were a client? Or maybe you're being blackballed by your former firm and really upset some people. Now, that does happen. It's uncool. It rarely happens at big firms. Big firms are actually the nicest people. They don't blackball people. The only people that blackball people that I've seen are sometimes it's uh, it's mostly patent attorneys. I don't know why. Like patent attorney firms, there's just something weird about it. I, uh, I'm not saying patent attorneys are weird, but that's but most firms do not blackball people. Uh, that's just uh, uh, pretty rare, but it does happen. So uh, so th- these are kind of this is kind of the, what you're up against. And I, I just want you to understand that. So if you're not employed and you're you don't have work and that's a problem, that's what's going on. And this is how people are thinking. And it's your responsibility to block against that. So the legal profession obviously is savage, very savage. If you don't have access to work at all times, um, you're going to be, you know, frankly, yeah, you're going to be in trouble. And uh, it's just how it is. And 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 I don't want to be, I hate to be uh, the messenger here of any of this, but that is the absolute fact. Uh, think, and I just, you know, I want to be, um, just give you a couple of examples here. So do you think that Elon Musk is good at creating work? I mean, my God, he decided to step into Twitter and revamp that and buy it and it wouldn't and fix that and fight with people. And he's decided to launch a space company to go to Mars and to launch all the satellites and things for the government. And he's decided to start an electric vehicle. That person is an example of someone that's created work. Do you think Jeff Bezos is good at creating work? Do you think people that write the movies and television shows that they just kind of make up out of thin air are good at creating work? Do you think people that write books are creating work, good at creating work? Do you think politicians are good at creating work when they go out and they fight for the right to work by getting elected? I mean, Anybody that you admire in this world is good at creating work. I remember I, uh, I'm going to talk a lot about creating work today, but I just want to tell you that success is all about creating work. I made a mistake early in my career, um, and, uh, and it took me a long time to, to get rid of this mistake. I used to believe, and, and this is probably what a lot of people on this call believe, most people believe. I believed that if I hired someone that went to Harvard Law School, Yale Law School, you know, uh, Duke Law School, like all these great law schools, and hire a pen and hire them to be recruiters, that they would be really good at their jobs. That's what I believed. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. I believe that because I thought, wow, well, they must be smart. And being smart is really a sign of being someone that's going to be good at everything. Little did I know that 
the reason a lot of these people, and again, I'm not poo-pooing the recruiting profession, but when I hired them, most of them were people that uh, were not working. They weren't working. And I thought, isn't this a tragedy that some of this background isn't working? Um, and then they came to work for me. And in most cases, they had no idea how to create work. Uh, now, I'm not saying that for everyone because it's not true. Um, some are very good at creating work and are done, gone on to great things, very great things. But the majority of people would not good, were not good at creating work. And what does that mean if you're a recruiter not creating work? That means not finding more places for you to apply. That means not going out and calling law firms and begging them to interview. That means not trying to find candidates for jobs. It means, I mean, I couldn't believe it, but this is the majority of the people that uh, I hired. And, uh, and in contrast, um, I've had people that have been working in my company for 20 plus years that do nothing but create work. And uh, it doesn't matter if they went to college, it, I don't care. It doesn't, I mean, they're just, they're very good at their jobs and they're able to create work and that's what's needed. You need to be able to create work. If you create work, you will be welcome any place you go. And so I'm going to talk a lot about that today, but just don't think because you're smart, you're going to get anywhere. I, I'm amazed, uh, you know, about when I think back on all these people that I hired that with great qualifications, didn't know how to create work. Um, and it's a cancer. And because they didn't know how to create work, they're in positions now, most of them, where they're not working and not doing much at all. And, and that's sad. So um, if you're unemployed and don't have work, you need to go very aggressively and get a new job as fast as you possibly can. There's no doubt about it, because if you don't do that, that's showing the firm that when you get there, you don't know how to find anything uh, either. You're going to have the same problem. And, um, and you don't need to do it tomorrow or next week. You know, I mean, you need to do it now. You should be doing whatever you freaking can to find opportunity for yourself. And that goes if you're currently employed as well, which I'm going to get, I'm going to talk about all this today because it's all very important. But, you know, I have seen multiple examples. When I say multiple, I mean countless of you know, 40 year old attorneys who uh, went to the best law schools, practiced in the best firms, were laid off, lost their jobs and so forth, and now live with their parents. I see this all the time. You wouldn't believe it. I speak with people like this. Now, I don't speak with them daily uh, because, you know, because I don't speak with attorneys, uh, every attorney that comes to our company looking for a job, but I see them daily when I look at our, you know, database and it's unavoidable, it's unfortunate, and it's just stupid because what you're doing when you don't know how to create work, when you're not working, when you're not out there finding things to do is you're doing the exact wrong thing that you should be doing. It's the biggest hole in your resume. There's a funny story. It's uh, called, um, and I, I heard uh, someone give a talk once. It's called, uh, I don't know, it's it's about someone that's uh, that's someone that's swimming and um, they are holding on, trying to swim, holding on to a big rock and they, they keep drowning. And all these people are on the shore screaming, drop the rock, drop the rock. And the person just keeps trying to swim, holding onto this rock. And, uh, and eventually um, they um, drown. Well, here, uh, your situation, if you're having all these problems, is you're not, you don't know how to find work or create work. And, and that's the biggest problem that attorneys have. It's why people don't succeed as partners. It's why people have to leave law firms uh, after a couple of years because they, uh, you know, when they, because they're not becoming partners. It's why partners stay non-equity partners. It's why uh, associates uh, don't make their hours. I mean, this is the, this is it. This is the rock. 
And you need to drop it and learn that this is what you need to do in your career to survive. I don't care if you were first in your class from uh, a top five law school, none of this matters. No one cares. The only thing that matters is your ability uh, to, to create work and have things to do. And, um, and if you knew that, you would, um, you would be in a better situation. So I'm just, you know, I love, I don't like telling these stories, but I tell these stories because they happen all the time. Uh, men, uh, especially that are supporting, and again, I'm not being sexist here, but a lot of men uh, become attorneys and they support families. And then, um, and then they like, you know, they, they, you know, whatever they feel like they're a big deal because they're at the firms. And then, um, and, and then, you know, a lot of uh, these people lose their jobs and then they all get to, not all of them, but a lot of them get divorced. So uh, your contract with some spouses is that you are expected to support your family. Now, again, I'm not trying to be sexist here or anything like that, but if you can't fulfill that contract because you can't get work, that's a problem. And, and it's, and it's bad. Uh, people that can't create work, they do things like they become, they start drinking or uh, using drugs and then they die early. I mean, this is this is serious stuff, guys and girls. It's very serious if you don't know how to create work. And um, and later become people become bitter and angry. Very difficult to talk to, just, you know, very negative. You say something positive and you get something negative back and it's just depressing. And um, and none of this needs to happen. Um, it's It's too much stress. Uh, it's too much uh, heartache and problems and, and that happen in attorneys' lives due to a lack of work. In the chat, I put a copy of a book called uh, Think and Grow Rich, uh, which I it's it's just public now. I mean, it's the copyrights are expired, so uh, you can take it. I've also um, created, put another chat uh, called something about the importance of creating work, which is an article I wrote on my personal blog years ago. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, another one about, uh, you know, I don't know. Think and Grow Rich, uh, I, I would buy it. Um, I, I bought the book for my um, daughter uh, a while ago, and I bought her like a leather-covered edition and told her, you know, if I ever died, it was the most important book she could ever read and how much it could help her and she could pick herself up even if she never had any education. And and there's a, there's a statement in there just about, you know, the importance of work and creating things to do and specializing. And it's really something I, I recommend that you read. I mean, um, it's going to, it, it could change your life. What I'm talking to you about today probably will, can give you the tools to do so if that's what you want. Uh, but, uh, but at the same time, that's a very good book. And, uh, and, I, and I recommend uh, reviewing it because it can help you uh, getting work. It's very, very important. Um, again, I know attorneys from the top law firms and uh, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and everything that are un unemployed and are now working as contract attorneys, uh, reviewing documents. Uh, I know some that are, I've, I've seen uh, ones that are uh, truck drivers. That's always fun. Uh, I had uh, a girl that uh, went to Columbia Law School um, and uh, was one of my first hires as a recruiter and had worked in uh, a big uh, New York law firm with me. And uh, when I hired her, she was a waitress. Okay, so again, and there was this is the only job that she could get. I want to be clear with you, a waitress. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a waitress, uh, but that seems to me a pretty freaking hard, hard landing uh, after going to, uh, where did she go? I don't know. I don't know, Penn and then Columbia Law School or something. I mean, and, and then worked at this big firm for five years. 
I know another guy uh, that went to University of Chicago Law School and then became bartender for four years. Now, I ended up helping him get a job, but I just want you to understand that this is what happens to people that don't know how to create work. Okay, and again, I use these law school examples. The law school is irrelevant, uh, but because it, it ha can happen to anyone, but this happens to the most talented people as well. And um, this is what awaits you if you don't understand how to create work. Uh, this is what your future could be. And again, I, I don't know that I would not, I mean, I think personally, um, being a bartender would be a lot of fun. I, I think that being a truck driver would be a lot of fun. So I'm not, and I'm actually being 100% honest here. I even think being a waiter would be fun because uh, I'd like the idea of talking to people. Then you get the you know, the truck driver and the open road. But I'm telling you that this is stuff happens. And these people do this because they think it's the only option that they have after having gone into law firms. And, um, and again, I see this stuff all the time. Like when I say all the time, I mean daily. So, because I review resumes all day. So uh, this is what I see. And um, so getting access to work uh, is incredibly important. And I'm sick of it. I mean, it's just so stupid. Like, again, it's like drop the rock. Like this is the one thing that's holding you back. Um, and it holds almost every attorney back. Almost every attorney never becomes a partner in a law firm. Why, why is that? Because, and they leave and they're like, oh, I'm only doing this for a few years because I never want this kind of life. Like, yeah, who would want to be an expert in a subject matter, have uh, big companies or other people asking for your advice, uh, make you know a very awesome income most of the time, uh, you know, have control over your destiny, run your own business, which is what partners do. Who would want that? It's much more attractive to go work in a in a company and um, and not have really much employment security and uh, have your income capped and and give your work to outside counsel. I mean, come on, guys and girls, this is ridiculous. So you know, I, again, I see this every day. And um, it's very uh, disturbing. I, I don't like seeing wasted potential. And most people are wasting their potential because they don't know how to get work. I speak to really successful people all the time. And, and I seek them out and I do whatever I can to learn from them. And my favorite uh, people to talk to a lot of times um, are successful partners. Like successful partners in law firms, their MO is not anything spe special. Um, some of them are just complete nerds, um, but they they have a method. And let me tell you what that method is. It's really not that complicated. One guy I know in LA that, um, I don't know what his book of business is, but uh, right now, but by the time he was an associate, uh, a senior associate, it was at least 10 million. Um, he decided when he was a mid-level associate that um, he would, uh, you know, get up and get into work at, you know, five or six in the morning. And then uh, then he would leave at uh, around four and drive around L.A. just meeting with companies. That's, you know, just meet with companies. He had nothing, no, no work to give them or no, not asking for work, just wanted to learn about their business and tell them a little bit about what he did. And he did that for years. And uh, and, and of course, and he did that when he had no business. And now his book of business is astronomical like, you know, 50 plus million. I mean, this is the kind of stuff people do. When people become partners at a firm like Quinn Emanuel, um, the firm gives them a list of all the cases uh, that were filed the previous day. And they call up um, every defendant that they can find. And they all, these new partners all compete and call them and, and try to get work. This is what they do. This is what people like John Quinn did when, when he started Quinn Emanuel. He called every company that was sued in employment cases and, and told them that he would eat, sleep, and breathe and 
every people create work. This is what you need to do to be successful. I mean, my God, this is the whole name of the game. If you don't do this, you're not never going to be any anywhere near your potential. You need to create work. This is, I mean, this is all you need to do, like to succeed. Getting work is 95% of the game. I was at, um, uh, and I'm not even going to say who it was, but I will actually. I was at a marketing seminar years ago for this guy named, uh, and he is not someone that I, by any stretch of the imagination, uh, uh, follow or any, anything. But I was in San Diego and I was invited uh, because I was doing work with this uh, celebrity marketer and uh, and they told me I could get in there. But I was watching this guy, Frank Kern, and he was getting up there telling all these stories about how he markets and markets this and markets that. And uh, and then at one point he said he wasn't thinking, but he said, uh, it doesn't even matter what you're selling uh, because people just buy you and the marketing. It, it could be anything. And uh, but and you don't even he said, I've been selling the same thing over and over again. You know, And again, I don't want to quote him exactly, but he said something like, I've been, and this is my recollection. He said something like, I've been selling the same thing over and over again of the same knowledge for my whole career, but it's 95% marketing. And to some extent, you know, creating work is sort of like that too. You just have to be able to get out there and uh, 95% of the game is getting the work. Some of the attorneys, by the way, that bring in business aren't like the smartest. I mean, they're not the best attorneys, but they're the most in demand by the clients and also by the firms. So again, I, I don't want to talk too much about going in-house, but BCG is a law firm placement business. I know what we stand for. This is what we do. And, um, and the problem with going in-house, I've written a lot about it, is that when you go in-house, your skills are often going to diminish and um, you're going to become someone that does work that's more generalist in nature. Uh, you're going to become a cost center, meaning that the, if the company wants to, to get rid of save money, uh, you're often a good choice. Um, and as you get older, you'll typically, uh, your skills and motivation will deteriorate and they'll bring in people with fresher skills and fresher motivation. That's what always happens. Uh, or the businesses get sold. Do you see how often businesses get sold? It's insane. Like businesses get sold or CEOs get fired. I have a good friend. Uh, well, he's not my friend really anymore. Uh, not for any, I just haven't spoken to him in like five years, but a good friend of mine was um, hired, um, spent years, like, um, uh, I don't know, seven or eight years trying to become the um, general counsel of some company. And um, and uh, and he was loyal and, you know, those things. And eventually the company just couldn't do it. They couldn't make him general counsel. Uh, and I don't know why it was. It was a big company, like think like, you know, I don't know. And so he went to work at a, a, a another company and he got at the other company and as soon as he got to the other company, uh, the CEO decided, even though he'd hired a new general counsel, that he was going to hire someone that was his best friend. And the guy never had any work and um, and sat there in a small office uh, you know, outside the CEO's office. Uh, um, anyway, this, this stuff happens all the time. So it's very difficult when you have to rely on other people for work. If you go in-house, you're relying on other people for work. Do you want to take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question. And, um, and you're working in an environment 
that's much more dangerous than uh, than working in a law firm because in a law firm you're running your own business if you get business and you can always control that if you learn how to do that. But when you go in house, it's very dangerous. And when an attorney uh, tries to get a position uh, you know, after working in house, it becomes very very difficult to get new in house positions. And uh, and it's you you think it's difficult when you're uh, a fresh associate. Um, that's been practicing for two to seven or eight years to get an in-house position. Some attorneys spend years doing it. Well, you're going to have an even tougher time uh, after you're in-house. It's much harder. So if, take that and multiply it by five. Now, it's not bad for all practice areas. There's some very uh, specialized niches in in-house where it's actually easier. So it's not always the case, but it's a case a lot of times. And, um, and it, the other thing is law firms uh, do not want to hire attorneys from a house. I've seen it happen uh, rarely, uh, but I've seen it happen. Um, I've seen, um, I've placed people. Uh, I placed someone in Perkins Coie in Idaho or something um, from in-house and the person was exceptional. I saw, I've seen people, I saw Latham hire a guy from in-house that was exceptional uh, because they, he was the client and he was, they'd never seen someone work so hard. And Latham, by the way, what an awesome firm. I mean, it's really cool place, but um, the other thing is that, yeah, I mean, but attorneys, law firms often do not want attorneys from in-house. They almost never do that. They want younger people with more immediate relevant experience. They want people that are hungry, uh, that are willing to work. What happens, just so you understand, when people go in-house, they come in with the intention to work, but then they realize very quickly that they can find pretty much anything that they're working on to give to outside counsel and have outside counsel do it. And they love that. So then they pretty much become just people that give work to outside counsel. Then what happens, and companies aren't stupid, they become friends with the outside counsel and the outside counsel flatters them. And so they start giving all the work to the outside counsel and actually, uh, and then the outside counsel does more work than necessary. And then the bills get high and then firm brings in someone that else because they realize that the in-house counsel is not looking out for them. So anyway, that's that's just kind of how it works. And again, I've seen this more times than I can count. Um, the majority of my career, uh, I've been doing what I'm doing. I've been doing it for a quarter century. Uh, I love this and, uh, you know, and to, to get people work and I'm trying to shift your attitude on this today. Uh, I just don't like that. I, I don't know where the language in this PowerPoint came from. I love it, but I'm not going to talk like this, but, uh, the, you know, falling down because they don't know how to get access to work or understand the importance of it. And, uh, and again, um, the, this often happens to the best ones. The, a lot of times the, the attorneys with the best background uh, were the ones that, um, that this happens to. And that, that makes me sad. Uh, and, and what's funny is, you know, when people aren't able to get work, uh, what a lot of these kind of attorneys do, and again, I'm not criticizing it, but there was a um, hiring partner. Uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, you know, again, I, I shouldn't talk because I actually, I run a blog site called JD Journal, which is, a, it talks about layoff rumors and all that kind of stuff. And um, but at the same time, you know, there there was some one law. I've heard this from a couple law firms, and and law firms, by the way, uh, a lot of them, not all of them, but they monitor uh, what sites you visit and how much time you're spending on them, and then they partners, you know, that are different people will get reports. And one um, partner said to me uh, from a very good firm, uh, you know, that no one we ever made partner uh, we've ever made partner 
you know, spends time on above the law or something. I mean, and then, uh, but before that, there was another site called Information, and I, it was a kind of like a gossip site for associates. And I remember partners saying something to me about that. So I'm not telling you not to read JD Journal, which you know, but it, but I'm telling you that the people that are concerned with bad news and gossip and and all this stuff are the same people a lot of time that are spreading negative news and um, also. Uh, complaining about their work and not getting work and all that. And that this attitude uh, needs to go. Um, you should not ever hate people and organizations that give you work. What is wrong with you? If someone is giving you stuff to do and supporting you and your family, these are your saviors. These are the people that are helping you. The last thing in the world you want to do is uh, be mad and, and, and go on to blogs and post negative comments about your employer uh, what what is wrong? I mean, come on. I mean, th- let's let's wake up here. Someone's giving you work, a job, money, opportunity, and training, and you're criticizing them publicly. Are you out of your mind, or are taking joy in reading about them uh, having problems or uh, spreading rumors? No, this is not. You, you should love the people that give you work. Um, me personally, I love the recruiting coordinators that hire our candidates. I love the firms that uh, hire our people. I do everything I can to help them. I, I go on to our blogs. We own another one called like Top Law Schools. And, um, and I, you know, which is another kind of gossip site, but it's a little more positive in nature. And, um, and but it says an employment form and some other stuff. But again, you love the people uh, that give you work. You should do everything you possibly can uh, to support them and to think positively of them because this is all it this is what you need to survive that's all the time we have for this edition of the show if you are an attorney looking for a change head on to bcgsearch.com 